Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It's the time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Ron and Anian. So you've got to be organized, and I guess that's what I really like to be, is to be organized and functional in a shop. The car doctor. Create another fault code. Oh, I don't know. Unplug the throttle position sensor or unplug the coolant temp sensor. Does it set a fault code for that? Is the computer able to be smart enough to see a problem in another area. Welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian, the car doctor. Since 1991, this is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on automotive repair. If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone and call in. The garage doors are open. But I am here to take your calls at 855-560-9900. And now, here's Ronnie. You know, I'm a little cranky today, so I'm just letting you know that don't poke the bear. I don't know what it is. I think uh, a few things crawled under my skin this week, and we'll see what happens and uh, see where we go. It was a uh, it was a great week at the shop. Well, actually, it wasn't a you know you know what it is. I'm probably tired. Danny's out with COVID. Danny got COVID on Monday, so I was working alone. So you know, here's here here's the old guy stepping up to the plate one more time and doing cars for two guys. <laughs> And uh, getting everything out, so it was um, it was a crazy week. But uh, I'm glad to be here. I really am. I'm, I missed you guys last week. You know, last week was a a taped show, and uh, uh, judging by your responses, you you enjoyed it. Uh, you know, but I was glad to get I'm glad to get behind the microphone again today. You know, it was funny. I was driving. We went out to Pittsburgh uh, last week. We were a little family time, and you know, we drove the route Route 80 and then down through Altoona, PA, um, uh, where we've got an affiliate. And, um, you know, made our way out to Pittsburgh. And it was funny. I stopped at a Sheets gas station out in Altoona. 
um, right there by the, there's a, there's an amusement park. I forget the name of the amusement park, but they're right by the exit for that. I'm wondering if I'm connecting with you guys. You know, I sat there and I, I looked at the cars that you're driving, uh, you know, in Altoona and they're older and, you know, and it was really great. I really enjoyed it. It, it kind of, you know, it was nice to get out of the studio and sort of be in touch with the, what's going on behind the scenes kind of a thing. Um, you know, that you're all driving these older, I noticed a lot of older pickup trucks, a lot of, a lot of Ram pickup trucks in Altoona. I noticed that, um, a lot of people gathered at this gas station and I guess there are trails because they have all these ATVs and three and four wheel wonders that they're going off road in. And, uh, you know, I said, well, those are mechanical. We could fix those too, I'm sure. But, um, you know, it was really, it was really great. It was great to see, you know, blue collar America as it were. And I don't say that in any derogatory term, any sense, you know, it was real hands-on real, you know, kind of salt of the earth down to the earth kind of people. Um, you know, I just, I just said, you know, it just shows there's a need for this show, I guess is what I'm getting at because everybody out there is driving older cars and uh, you know, Lake Mont Park, Altoona, PA, uh, Tom tells me, yeah, I think that's what it was. Um, you know, it was, uh, you know, but it, it's nice, right? It's, it's, it's nice to see the reason why we're here because sometimes we question that. Tom and I have been talking about it and, you know, is, is the show relevant? Do we still hit the topics we need to hit? Do we still answer your car questions? Are we still doing what we're supposed to be doing? Uh, you know, because the day that happens, well, you know, we're not, then I guess we're gone. But, uh, you know, we do think of it from time to time. So, but anyway, um, I'm glad to be here and I'm here at 855 855- what is it anyway? It's 855-560-9900. See, give me a week off. I forget everything. Hope I can remember how to get out of this. Um, 855-560-9900. I want to tell you about the Honda that, that well, it didn't get away, sort of, kind of. Uh, we had a 2014 Honda CRV that was dropped off at the shop during Christmas vacation week, and we were closed and didn't have a chance to get to it. So it took me a couple of days, and, you know, after a while, we got around to it because we were just so backlogged like we always are. Um you know, it was at the mall. The, the The owner had taken it to the mall, and they had gone in shopping, and they came out about forty five minutes later, and it didn't start. It 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 somebody had tried to steal it, or or did they? You know, the the owner thought the car was stolen only because the police showed up, and they said that day at the mall in Paramus, New Jersey, four Honda CRVs, same thing, twenty fourteen era. Were, were, were stolen, and they figured this this was another attempt. So right away, this became this car. Somebody tried to steal this car, and that's the reason it didn't start. Somebody had gotten into the wiring, and evidently the owner came back in time and scared them away before they could actually get the car out of the lot. You know, it's it's kind of hard to repair something like this because, you know, I, I heard my I heard my dad in my head the whole time. You know, dad always said, "Be sure you're right, then go ahead." He always said that, you know, I'd be that little kid sitting on the fender of his 58 Lincoln and, you know, it was my dad's pride and joy. I was, well, I'm not sure which was his pride and joy, the 58 Lincoln or me. I was six or seven at the time and, um, you know, we're working on it and servicing it and trying to get a stumble out of it, as as, as dad called it. It, it, it. it stumbles, Ronnie. I can still hear him say it. You know, my father was kind of like the mayor of our neighborhood. He was that, you know, if you can imagine, you know, somebody so approachable and you know, when he worked on his car on that Saturday, on those Saturday mornings, all the dads in the neighborhood came over to watch and they came over to learn and, and listen and, you know, sometimes tell him what he was doing wrong, which I think that's pretty gutsy now that I think about it, telling the guy that serviced, 
you know, President Roosevelt's plane during the war, what, what he was doing wrong, you know, but eh, what the heck, Pop always listened to everybody. You know, he was patient. And um, he waited and eventually they'd leave. And, you know, he always looked at me and he'd say, Ronnie, there's going to become a time when, you know, you're going to be told how wrong you are by many. If you're sure you're right, you're right. Always be sure you're right and go ahead. Always follow your instincts. You know, that's pop advice for follow your gut. So anyway, about the Honda. So back to the Honda, it, it didn't start. And my gut told me it, it, it wasn't a theft. I didn't see it. There was no wiring disturbed down by the steering column. There was, there was no wiring disturbed under hood. It was just a turn the key. Sometimes the dash lights came on. Sometimes they didn't. Sometimes you'd turn the key, you'd hear a click, everything would turn off. You know, there were signs of life. So I'm looking for the clue. I'm looking for the sign that, you know, it was a theft and it wasn't. And I'm, I'm, I'm fighting the world. The insurance company considered it a theft. They had already sent the adjuster out to the shop. The police considered it a theft. They filed a report. The owner considered it a theft. You know, I felt like Rocky in that scene where he wakes up in the morning when he starts training training and he eats the seven raw eggs. You know, I felt like it's all alone and cold out here. Like, what are we doing? I didn't think it was stolen. I didn't have any proof, but I didn't have any. I didn't think it was stolen. I didn't think it was a theft attempt. So I went through it. How would you diagnose any other no crank? Tell me what's good. I'll tell you what's bad. I went through a wiring diagram. I traced out fuses. I traced out the, the um, they call it, a, I think it's a, um, not a G, but it's a it's a, a 100 amp fuse under the underhood fuse block that Fiend's made power in. It was good. We had power to the fuse block. I had power into the car. I had power at the ignition switch. Yet every once in a while, you'd turn the key. Sometimes it would light up. Sometimes it wouldn't. Most times the car would sit there and do nothing. Once in a while it would go click like it was going to start and then lost all the lights. So I said, let's go through grounds. Honda does grounding on their on their cars. It's kind of neat. They've, they've got two to three. This one had three. This was G1, G2, and G3. G1 goes from the negative post of the battery down to the frame. G2 comes off the right rear corner of the engine. In this case, it was a four-cylinder. It came off the right rear corner of the four-cylinder off the head, and it, it grounded to the frame right by the strut mount. And G3 went from the transmission down to the lower radiator support. So I, you know, let's go through grounds. Tell me what's good. I, I looked at G1. G1 was connected. It was connected at both ends. I voltage dropped it. It didn't have an issue, although voltage dropping a ground on a car that doesn't start may or may not tell you what you want to know. And that's a whole nother conversation for another day. G2 was intact. It was good. It was, you know, I did the same thing, but more visual to me was just as important. And I went looking for G3. G3 goes from the trans down to the radiator. And I found the end of the trans and I kind of followed it. And it goes down here and it loops around and it comes over this way. Where did it go? G3 was tucked up, laying on top of the trans. It wasn't even connected to anything. And when I looked the car over, you know, beforehand, this was a longtime customer, but first time I'd seen this vehicle from the family. I could see where it had been in an accident. It was, there was, there was rust where the, there was welding that had gone on. There was bodywork that had gone on. There was rust starting to show up in various places. So when I found ground three just disconnected, laying on top of the trans, I knew what my problem was. I knew I was right. I knew the car had been in an accident, and this wasn't theft. 
G3 has to make the connection from the trans mount, which is on the transmission side of the trans mount, because it's mounted on rubber. You want it on the transmission side, right? So you can complete the ground path, follow the electrons. And it went to the lower radiator support down on the left side of the radiator. Cleaned up a spot, reattached it, car started. Hey, look at that. I'm fixed. Well, am I? Got in the car a second time. Click. Hmm. Gee, I was that close. Hey, at least I made it wake up. I, I heard it run. I went back over what I went over. Turns out, long story short, that the body shop, when they did the body repair, they put the negative battery cable to the wrong location. They put it to the fuse box, the underhood fuse box. There's actually a six millimeter threaded bolt hole there where it fit. It looked factory, but it wasn't. It was supposed to go down to the frame that was just left completely open. There was a spot down below the battery on the left side frame rail. Clean that off, bolted it up, car's fixed. No theft, no insurance claim, nothing to do with the fact that everybody thought it was stolen. Auto repair is a tough game. It really is. It gets it gets tougher every day. Um, you know, you, you you call me on this radio show, I'm going to tell you what I believe to be true, not necessarily what you want to hear. I learned that a long time ago. Always tell somebody what they need to know, not what they want to hear. Be honest. And you kind of get that at the shop, too. But one thing I remember, and I'll, I'll never forget it, Pop was right. Be sure you're right, Ronnie. Then go ahead. And by the way, only he got away with calling me Ronnie. That's a whole nother story. So anyway, that was the case of the Honda that didn't get away because it couldn't get away because it was just broken. And that's all that was wrong with it. 855-560-9900. Ron and Annie in the car doctor at your service. I'll be back right after this. Don't go away. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It's the time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Little GTO, you're really looking fine. Three deuces and a four speed and a 389. Need advice on how to maintain that classic GTO? Ron is the guy. 855-560-9900. Here's Ron. Hey, let's get over and talk to uh, let's go over and talk to Matt in Ohio. Matt, welcome to the car doctor, sir. How can I help? Uh, hey, Ron. Uh, Ninety four Buke Roadmaster uh, is getting really weak heat, like really lukewarm. Um, and since it's old, I decided to replace the heater core, and um, that still did not problem. Um, it's one of the the ones where you can access the diagnostics. Through the the HVAC controls on it, like right. all digital. The control Um Yeah, um, the the HVAC code that came up was one two six, and I I haven't found the. I looked online. I haven't found the um, really what that what that means. Yeah, and I don't um, know that you, I don't know that you're so gonna. You know, know, sometimes those older systems would 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 set false codes. Some of the caddies did that too. I think there was a one two four in some of the older caddies of that generation. And it was a manufacturer's code that meant something to the guys on the line that the equipment did not match the programming, things like that. So I wouldn't get hung up on that. Let's let's go back to why it doesn't have heat. Does it? Does it, unless we can find the 126, which would take a little research. I just don't recall it off the top of my head. Um, if you you started up, bring it up to temperature, and you know upper radiator hose hot, uncomfortable to touch. Yeah, yeah, like the cooling system seems to work fine. Okay. Uh, it, it gets up to uh, it's 180 degree thermostat, uh, and I can monitor the temperature through that diagnostic thing, and it's it gets up to about 175, 176. It stays Wait, around there. 175 just doesn't seem like enough heat. You sure that's the right stat? You check that. Yeah, I mean those are like the ones on on Rock Auto. Like everything was 180 degrees. It, it said. Well. Okay, yeah. I would just double check that spec. Just tell me what's good. Let's let's just 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 to be sure. Right. That that sounds too low because at one seventy five, if it's one seventy five coming out of the ducts, um, it's it's going to have a hard time maintaining a hundred. That extra twenty degrees makes a difference. Regardless, all right. Let's yeah. establish the right thermostat. It's a yes or no. This is a five seven. The engine, Matt. Matt, you there? Did we lose Matt? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We lost Matt. Technical difficulties, they call this. Eh, it happens. You know, um, this is what goes on. Matty, are you there? Give us a call back, Matt, and uh, we'll continue the conversation. So um, what else happened in the shop this week? Well, let's see. I was alone all week, which was kind of exciting. Um, you know, and it's amazing what you can get done if you're focused on nothing else but just don't answer the phone, don't answer the door, and... uh just kind of plow through, um, you know, the, uh, you know, some of the things that it kind of takes me back whenever I'm working alone, because it kind of takes me back to when I first started, you know, I was working alone for so many years before we grew and, uh, you know, some of the things you see and, um, you know, just, just the, it's like, it's like putting together a symphony, right? It's like, it's like orchestrating an orchestra. It's like composing, you know, you have to structure your day. You have to organize everything. You have to line up your parts. You have to line up, you know, what you're going to work on and when and what order and what logical sequence. 
And it was kind of fun. Um, you know, it was almost like not running a shop, but just fixing cars. And you know what? That uh, that kind of became the, 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 the order of the day. So, Matt, I understand you're back. Yeah, yeah, I'm back. Sorry there you go. That. I got so, disconnected somehow. That's okay. Technology. Um, so let's focus yeah. on, you know, let's focus on the car. I want that upper radiator hose, you know, when you run that car down the road or and you come to park it, you know, I want that radiator hose, if you touch that upper hose, I want it to be uncomfortable to the touch. You know, like you can hold it, but you, it's getting warm. So, you know, I don't want to count on the car because the car is broken. I don't want to know that the car is, you know, telling me right or wrong. I just want to know that I got a hot upper radiator hose. The heater hose is going into the core. Hot on one side, cooler on the other. I actually did not test that, Ron. Okay. So, and, you know, that's why you're here. Um, you know, let's, right, because we, we, we want to see hot on one side, hot, you know, roughly the same as the radiator hose. Here's a case where, where an infrared thermometer, you know, a thermal gun will come in handy. You know, you can kind of match it, but the upper radiator hose and that inlet on the heater core should be within a couple of degrees of each other. And then it's got to be cooler on the outlet, right? Because it's dissipating heat in the core. So, you know, you'll typically right. see you'll typically see upwards of a 15, 20 degree drop. All right. Okay. Um, you know, and then what do we got? And then if we're if we're hot going in and cooler coming out, it's still going to be warm coming out. It's just not going to be as hot. All right. I've got to think we got a problem with the under dash controls. You know, either the, either the temp door or the actuator motor itself, the position. But you're not warm in any position, right? They're all cold. Uh, it, uh, no, it's it's not really cold coming out. It's just like kind of lukewarm. It, all right. What if you set it, it to what really if, doesn't? What if you set it to cold though? Will you that? get cold? Yeah, it, it seems like the temperature does change if I set it down to if I set it all, all the temperature all the way down. Okay. Um, but I, I know, like, the, the heat, it might be, like, subjective, but it, every other car, it's the, the coldest uh, heat. I, I, it's, uh, it's cooler than any other. Yeah, well, what's, than, what's, uh, what's actual temperature? Do you, do you have a thermometer? You, did, you, did you do a duct test? I did not, no. All right, so let's do a duct test. Do this. Do a duct test. A good heating system will put out between 125 and 150 degrees at the ducts. All right? So okay. tell me what the number is. Let's baseline it. Does it go cold? All right. Can you use your control head to manually override and position the temp door? For that, you're going to need service information. Do those tests. Call me back next week. Don't forget the heater hoses. Good talking to you, Matt. I'm Ron Anady in the car, Doctor. I'm back right after this. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It's the time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. 
If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. the on button, Tom. Tom, by the way, I should say hello. How are you today? Well, I'm uh, doing fine, providing you find the on button. Yeah, there it is. I didn't want to make you jump or get nervous. Um, so I just wanted to say hello. It's been uh, it's been a week, right? Oh, let's see, two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Two weeks, yeah. It, it, so. it, last week was actually enjoyable. Yeah, well. No run. Yeah, no run. See, there you go. So, ah, uh, you'd miss me. So, but America would find me. I know they would. So, um, you know. But anyway, let's, uh, let's go over to Massachusetts. Let's go up to Kevin. 05 Chrysler 300. Kevin, Ron Anian at your service, sir. How can I help? Hey, Ron. Yes, sir. Hey, Ron. How you doing? Enjoy your show. Listen every week. Thank you, sir. Um, hey, I have a uh, 05 Chrysler 300. Like I said, the uh, cruise control stopped working on me. And I was looking for the fuse, and i finding that it doesn't have a fuse for the cruise control. It's run through the PCM. Yep. There's actually there's actually That's three computers. In, there's actually three computers involved here, Kevin. There's the PCM. There's the analog brake computer, or the cab. And then there's the SCM, yeah. the steering control module. So you know, first of all, you need a, you need a real good you need a real scan tool. I'll say it like that. Uh, you know, not OBD two, yeah. but something that's going to look at your make model. And then you yeah. need something upper level to your make model because not every scan tool back in the day would communicate with this car. A lot of times we were using the factory tool, the uh, Chrysler factory star scan. Why oh, not? You were gonna say? You know, flipping the key right now, it shows a it shows a U fourteen seventeen. So it's got a communication oh, fault. Is that something to do yeah. with the uh, wheel sensor or something like that on the driver's side? Well, that's showing a that's showing a generic communication fault within that network. Now, now the question is where and how. Um, you know, okay. Whereas if you had a scan tool, you could look to see which module isn't reporting and responding. So, are you using a scan okay. tool to get that, or are you doing that through the through the vehicle control head? Just through the key, the vehicle control. Right, right. So, you know, your next step is you you really kind of need a, a a scan tool because the yeah. problem the, the problem is if it's a steering control, you know, to guess at anything. Well, we know what the danger is of that. But even just to put a steering control right. module in, which is the piece below the steering wheel, the airbag's got to come out. The steering wheel's got to come out. And you know you're just you're just knee deep into it. Um, I can tell you yep. it was it was common to have bad steering control modules. Actually, the most common fault was the connections inside the column where the um, the feed contacts would lay against the steering wheel because that has the buttons for the cruise and the steering wheel. Correct? 
Nope, it's on. The, it's like a little blinker switch. Oh, okay. This is on the stalk lever. Okay, okay. But yeah. th- and to get to that switch that that's connected to is actually under the wheel. So, um, okay. yeah. Unfortunately, you know, it's it's either time to dig deep and go buy a scan tool, or um, you know, get it diagnosed yep. at, least, at least to know what fault code you're dealing with. But a U fault, a U fourteen. What'd you say? U fourteen seventeen, Kevin. Yes. Yeah. Um, yep. That that's a communication fault on the network. So that means somebody's not okay. communicating with 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 each other. Whereas if a module is down, okay, so yeah. Um, next time I go in for an oil change, I'll have them throw it on a scan and do a full scan on it. Right. Yeah. And you want to do a full scan, uh, you know, where and that's becoming part of the oil change now, uh, becoming part of the general service. Yeah. You know, somebody comes in, and I said this years ago, and I, I I'm, I'm it's coming to fruition where people are coming in and they want an oil change. You know, it's an oil change and a checklist. The, the car's going to college or wherever it's doing, right? Um, and even if it's not, and um, we're doing a scan. You know, the scan becomes part of that. And it's interesting yeah. to see the, the information, and a good shop is going to be able to hand you. And I always insist on this, that you get a copy of whatever they scan. You're paying for it. It's it's like going to a doctor. Right. You're entitled to it. It's your information, um, you know, at least to yeah. see what's there. And uh, the interesting thing is it'll scare you sometimes because you'd be surprised that sometimes the scan tools come up with wrong information, too. And, uh, you know, you've got a weak <laughs> – yeah, it happens. Listen, you know, it's not – it's not cut and dry. Everybody says, you know, hey, Ron, you know, you've got the tool. You'll plug it in. You'll tell me what's wrong. No, I'll tell you what the car thinks is wrong. That doesn't necessarily mean that's what's wrong is wrong. Uh, you know, it's... Puts you in the ballpark anyway. Yeah, it puts you in the, it puts you in the ballpark. Exactly. Uh, you know, and then sometimes you get a yeah. car where it'll tell you it's XYZ and it's really ABC. You just have to eliminate the XYZ to find out. It's Everything's a little bit there unique unto itself. So, um, yes, sir. But that's hey, where you're at. One other question while I got you on the... Yeah, go ahead. Sure. One other question while I got you on the line. Sure. If I could. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, when I fill my gas tank up, if I let it fill up to the point where it shuts off by itself, when I go back on the highway, the car bucks and it runs crappy for a little while, and then it straightens out and runs fine. Okay. Um, any, well, no no check engine light on, correct? No. no. All right. So, um, and the check engine light works, right? You turn the key to on. Without starting the car, you see a check yeah, engine light. Yeah. yeah, okay, so it works in bulb check. Yeah. Um, so, you know, what, what's going on is it's possible that... And Are you the original owner on the car, Kevin? Uh, second owner. Second owner. Um, has it... Has it I, done, bought, I bought it with 25,000 miles on it. Okay. Has it done it since new or something that just developed lately? Mm, well, it's done it since I've had it, and I've had it for like seven years now. Okay. So... You know, let's talk about that. If we want to make the assumption, dangerous word, family radio, that it's stumbling related to the fill-up, that means that fuel is coming out the recirc line, going down to the canister, and coming up the purge line to get to the engine. All right? Um, in, okay. in, in English. All right? So there's a gas tank. There's an engine. They run fuel through the engine. But they can't let the fumes from the gas tank vent out to the atmosphere. All right? Right. So they put a vent line from the tank to the to a charcoal filter or a charcoal canister, just like the fish tank we had as a kid. And that's what, you know, will yep. will contain and trap the fumes and prevent it from going out to atmosphere, etc. And then on the other side of the canister, they have a purge line. So it goes from tank to canister, purge to the engine. All right. If 
we okay. overfill the tank enough, or if we have a bad canister or a saturated canister, okay, then it's going to yep. overload the canister. And listen, I've I've seen cars stumble on a, a saturated canister with bad charcoal just from vent just from vented fumes. It doesn't have to be liquid fuel. All right. Um, right. I, I, I've seen that. It's not impossible. It, it just becomes. It's just. It's just an overdose of fuel trim. Um, uh, that it's coming up, but somehow something's coming up the purge line, and it's probably. If I were to guess, it's probably three to five minutes after you fill up. Maybe. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So what happened? Well, yeah. You know, one time. Go ahead. One time, I, I pulled into gas station. I was talking to a guy, and I left my engine running. And the guy actually took the gas cap off before I shut the engine off, and boy, what a mess that was! It took a it took a good fifteen or twenty miles before it ran right again. It wouldn't yeah. tip right. It wouldn't do anything right. So you've either got a from the sounds of it, you've either got a contaminated charcoal canister or an overloaded canister, a bad purge valve, or a combination of the two. All right. Okay. Um, now, is that something they could detect on a full scan also? Well, they'll at least tell you, are there any fault codes? Here's what I'd really love to see, all right? I'd really love to see the most important thing for you here would be have all your monitors or self-tests run to completion. Hear me out, okay. all right? If you're the kind of person that always fills the tank and always keeps the tank topped up, and I'm just making, I'm just, you know, explaining it this way, Um an EVAP monitor, the evaporative emission self-test on any car, just about any car, won't run if there's more than three-quarters of a tank of fuel or less than a quarter tank of fuel. It likes to run in the middle between quarter and three-quarters. That's the sweet spot. If, if you're that yep. proverbial person that either runs it down empty all the time and throws in $3 a trip or, or it gets to quarter and you keep filling it up, your EVAP monitor is never going to run. If, if you're the right. person that has a half a tank of fuel in the car all the time, but all you do is drive three miles to the 7-Eleven and pick up milk and go home, that EVAP monitor is never going to run. So the first thing I want to do is, I want to know is, besides are there no codes, is have all the monitors run, have all the self-tests run. All right? If they've yeah. run and they're completed and there's no codes, they passed. If they show incomplete, right. it doesn't mean there's a failure. It just means they didn't run. What was your worst subject in high school, Kevin? Yeah. What was your worst subject in high school? All of them. Okay. Math, <laughs> no. right? Math? Probably, probably science. All right, science. Did science. You, <laughs> did, you, did you take every test they gave you? Yes. Did you finish every test they gave you? Probably not. Right. That was so, a long time ago. Right. So <laughs> those, those were your incompletes. And then the tests you took, and you probably failed a few, unfortunately, right? <laughs> well... Probably, yeah. Yeah. So those are those are the ones when you took the test and you completed it, but you still failed. That test is where the check engine light came on because you ran the test, you failed the test, the light came on. Go get a code scan. Start from there, brother. Okay. All right. Keep me posted. All right. Sounds great. You're very welcome. Be well. Bye bye. I'm Ron and Andy in the car, Doctor. We're back right after this. Don't go away. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It's the time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Welcome back. Ronnie and the car doctor here at 855 560 Yeah, there's the phone number. Look at that, Tom. I've been out a week. I forgot. Let's go to Charlie in Maine. Wants to talk about all-wheel drive. Charlie, welcome to the car doctor. Well, you guys are using all-wheel drive, especially this time of year, no? Well, it does. It's a good cold up here, kind of icy last night and all that. But what I'd like to talk about, I'd have no trouble with mine, the vehicle at all. It's what, a, a what, Toyota 218 Highlander. Okay. Runs fine. But when I think about it, the auto industry is giving us a lot of all-wheel drives. Now, yes, it does have wintertime value. Now, let's go to Los Angeles, Arizona, all the southern states, uh, my point is, what's the point of driving an all-wheel drive, which you have to use a little bit more gas to run them and so forth and so on, Ron? What, what, what do they do on a dry highway? What, what's the big deal? On a dry highway, nothing. Um, in theory, the way they're tuned and computer programmed on a wet road, that's a different conversation. But yeah, I get your point. It, it's, it's funny, right, Charlie? We're, we're, we seem to be making a fits-all to cover everything in some of the categories, and then we're making some vehicles that shouldn't be in every category, and that's what's being fed to us. Like you got to use it all the time. It doesn't make a lot of sense, you know. It, right? Because I had a, I blew a tire on on mine, okay, and I I, I go down uh, or I think it was O'Reilly's or one of those places and get a tire. The guy said, "Well, you got to buy two. 
I told him, yeah, well, he says the four wheel, the all wheel drive won't run right. He says it'll be out of balance. <laughs> so you got to buy two tires. So I bought four instead of the two. You know what I mean? Well, I and usually, yeah, depending on how badly out of diameter, there's a spec. I believe it's a two thirty or three thirty second tread depth variation between tires. They want you to purchase four. They want four equal diameter or within three thirty seconds of each other tires on the vehicle. So all wheel drive operation. Is is considered to be it'll be it'll be correct and won't damage the vehicle, uh, so yeah he's not he's not wrong in that. Oh listen, and then I always question you know we're here in North Jersey in Bergen County, New Jersey, we've got uh-huh. people in four wheel drive everything under the sun, formatic Benzes and four wheel drive Suburbans and everything else. Right. Nobody nobody comes out when it snows, and then when it snows, you know I. I think you know they put 50 tons of, of of chemical on the road to treat everything the roads turn white rot the cars and the snow plows come out and then and then we drive the cars so what's the point why do we need all this there is uh you know it's it's if you're looking for common sense charlie it doesn't it doesn't exist in a lot of places uh That's you know true. i i listen i go back to the day when i remember there was a Chuck Norris movie. I can't think of the. I can't. It was early Chuck Norris. Uh, he he drove a blue Ford van and he went to rescue his brother in some desert town. Yeah. I just remember as I saw it as a kid. That was the first approach where I saw a real four wheel drive van and I thought, "Wow, look at that four wheel drive in a van! How great is that?" And then nobody That's ever right. uses them, right? It's right. you know, it's the logic of. Listen, I'll, I'll say this and then I'll let it go. You know the Ford Transit, the van, the big van. I do. Right? Yeah. Remember Ford had a van out? You might have seen it. It was called an Econoline. Kind of looked the yeah. same. Did the same thing. Oh, yeah. Full frame. Easier to work on. Easier to lift. More more affordable. Easier to take care of. I have a customer with two Ford Transit. He's a small plumbing company. Every 20,000 miles. Brakes and tires. No matter how he drives. And they're not hard on the vehicles. So, you know, is it is it mass marketing or mass merchandising? Is there a difference? Charlie, I got to go. I'm up against the clock. I appreciate the call. Okay. Thanks for tuning in up Thank here you. in Maine. You're very welcome, Thank- sir. Be well. I appreciate your thoughts. I'm Ron Anany in the Car Doctor. We're back right after this. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It's the time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back. We're on Name the Car Doctor. Tom, I've been made... No, I don't mean like that. I, I was. I have an email in front of me from Fred. In you're, Al- you're, you're a maid. No, what? It, I, I was made. <laughs> I have an email in front of me from Fred in Altoona, Pennsylvania, and Fred writes in, Ron, was that you poking around my ATV and my Ram twenty five hundred last weekend? I saw you, and then you got in the car and left. I swear to God, I got an email from this guy. Did see what happened? Was there was a group of them? They came in. I stopped to get gas. A group of them came in, and they went inside the the sheets. The sheets gas station in Altoona is like the happening social spot. It really is. They were lined up for coffee and donuts and eggs, and it was great. And when I walked outside. Hey, you know what? You're going to get arrested doing that. Well, but Tom, I was curious. It was this really neat ATV attached on a trailer. Um, Fred says he drives an 18 Ram 2500. And me and my whole group, Ray, Bob Jr. and Sarah, all wanted to know if that was you. We're standing here listening in the parking lot now. And we're just very glad to know that we almost sort of kind of met you. Well, how do you like that? And Fred has a question. Wait, there's the rest of the email here. Let me get down to the bottom. By the way, my ATV is due for a battery. I hear you talk about car batteries all the time. You never mention ATVs. What can you tell me about an ATV battery? I was thinking about an Optima because when you're out on the trail, you're upside down sometimes. And I know the dangers that that can pose for a vehicle battery or an ATV battery, Fred writes. Um, Yeah, Fred, you know what? You're right. OptimaBatteries.com. As a matter of fact, for Fred, Ray, Bob Jr., and Sarah... Um, OptimaBatteries.com. Optima now has a lithium battery. It's their orange top. It's new to the market. Um, it's really kind of cool. It's getting great reviews, and it's designed specifically for power sport vehicles like what you guys were driving that day in the Sheets parking lot. And the next time I'm out that way, I want to ride. Tom's not coming. I'm Ron Anani and the Car Doctor reminding you, till the next time, good mechanics aren't expensive. They're priceless. See ya. It's a time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.